Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this uh, special episode of the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Coming to you from a place called Playa del Carmen in Mexico. So I'm sat here uh, in a in this gorgeous little beach town. It's extremely touristy, um, but the sun is shining very, very strongly. And I'm sat out having um, some tortillas with uh, some dips and things like that. And I thought I'd take this opportunity to <laughs> record a little podcast episode today with a few uh, thoughts on on Mexico and like I guess what it's like to travel. In fact, one of the, I think the interesting thing for me has been the experience of traveling to a new country on the other side of the world but actually already being able to speak the language and uh, and being able to communicate with people is very interesting experience and I'm sat here next to a good friend of mine Jan van der Aar from Holland Hi Oli Oh we're going to do a you're live on you're live on the podcast I'm live on the podcast yeah. okay really excited about it thank you <laughs> so we just got a, a band has just turned up and I think they're about to start playing or, or have they been kicked out well, I don't think they were allowed in <laughs> anyway so yeah before we chat about today uh, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show the wonderful italki I've been talking about italki uh, the last couple of days with, with, with Jan as we've been talking about right, how it's possible to, um, to travel the world and to keep and to be able to afford it and many of our friends uh, teach on italki they are, they are, I guess what you call italki teachers and they are all amazing and if you'd like to get a free lesson with italki you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson and who knows you may uh, end up getting a lesson with someone a teacher that we know who also lives around the world and finances that by uh, by teaching lessons and it's all made possible by technology like like italki so wonderful sponsor for the show yeah, yeah it's, it's weird because in the last I, i've traveled a lot and um it's often it's a it's one of the unique experiences of traveling to to uh go to a place and really have trouble with communication and to not be able to understand people uh, you know I, I, I'm kind of uh, I think about countries like like Vietnam or Cambodia where I, you know I've been and you know you're totally 100% reliant on them speaking English because you can't speak any, any of the language and it's always that is part of the fascination I think because when you don't have an easy way to communicate, interesting things happen. I mean, yeah, and you've traveled much more than me. And What's it like for you turning up in a country where you really don't speak any of the language and you rely on them to speak English? I still remember when I went to Costa Rica, that was 10 years ago, and I wanted to go there to learn Spanish. But even after three months, I couldn't speak much Spanish. And I remember that it was very stressful for me to travel around the country. Um, every time that you start a new conversation, you have to hope that this person at least is going to understand a few words in English and I find it very stressful. My Spanish, these days, my Spanish still isn't great, but it's so... Now I can manage to hold conversations and actually to ask for direction, buy bus, bus tickets, actually do everything, um, yeah, what you need as a tourist traveling around Mexico and I feel so comfortable. Um, and sometimes I even forget that I'm speaking Spanish. It just feels so natural to be here. It feels so comfortable. I, I think that's one of the main advantages of, of, of learning all these languages. Yeah, and that's that's interesting. Even though even though Spanish is not one of your uh, 
main languages. It's interesting that you say you feel so natural. Why, why is that? Why does it feel so natural even though you're not, your Spanish is not that strong? Um, what I find a huge difference is that, well, so far the people have only approached us in Spanish and they, respect, or they, they, they expect us to reply in Spanish and I feel that they really understand that, I don't know, I, th I think it's just the people here, especially in Latin America, they're very relaxed. Um, in Spain it was a completely different experience for me. I feel much more nervous because I, I guess it's, it's, I look like, I look European, right? I could be Spanish. But being here, they expect me to be a tourist and they don't have like high expectations of my Spanish. And it, it is interesting here that actually they do, people on the whole, they do speak to you in Spanish first, even yeah. though they must, they must assume that you don't speak Spanish, yeah. they still speak to you in Spanish and that's yeah. really nice. Yeah. I mean, I just, <laughs> compared to my recent experience in Hong Kong where you know, the people I was hanging out with, were just everyone would speak English and it was a nightmare to get good quality uh, Cantonese practice. Yeah. You come here, so, you know, if you want to learn Spanish, Coming here to Mexico is a wonderful um, thing to do because you just, it's just the barrier to learning and practicing the language is, is so low. And I think that's a very, it's a very interesting ex travel experience, isn't it? Yeah. I had the same experience in China because no one, well, almost no one speaks English there. Maybe in the big cities in the hotel, but if you travel locally, um, that's another place where you really have to speak the local language in order to communicate. And here in Latin America, yeah, I have the same experience here in Mexico. Actually, I was a little bit nervous before going on this trip, but being here and actually seeing that it works, that people understand me, that um, communication is possible, yeah, makes, I think, um, makes it possible to have a much richer experience in this country than just speaking English. Yeah. But yeah, another thing is, I mean, for me, is it's been interesting to come here and sp uh, like speak Spanish in a different way than, I, than I'm used to. Because I, I haven't spoken Spanish in South America before, yeah. apart with the exception of Argentina. Uh, because my, my like, Spanish life has always been a, a European one. Um, and so it hasn't been like completely easy. I mean, often, I, I mean, we're we're day three of the trip now, and I, I often have to ask people to repeat what they're saying. It's not because I don't. It's not because like I don't understand them. Well, I guess it is because I don't understand them. But it's it's not a problem so much with the language. It's not a language level problem. It's just because they'll say something in a way that's different from what I'm used to in European Spanish, and I just have to kind of. I take a second to kind of process the um, the things that they are they're saying, and there's so many words, like so much vocabulary here that seems to be anglicised, um, or just or just like slightly different, and it's just weird because it just takes a bit of a bit of time to process it. So, you know, last night we were ordering some tacos, and um, you know, a guy sitting next to us turned around and you know, Jan was reaching for this hot sauce, and the guy said, "Cuidado que muy picoso," and picoso never heard it before. I, I, I kind of it was obvious that it means picante, which is how you'd usually say uh, spicy. But they just kind of say a word like that in a in a using a different, similar but different word, and it just takes you a second to process. And like we were sitting out having dinner the other day, and there was a sign on a on a house that said "serenta," uh, "serenta," uh, which means it's for sale, right? Or no, sorry, it's uh, it's available for rent. But in you, but. In the Spanish that I'm used to, they would say se alquila, se alquila, but here they say se renta, which is obviously from the English word rent. So it seems to me to be very kind of Americanized uh, Spanish. So I guess, like, time will tell, yeah, but I guess, like, after two weeks, 
will probably be quite familiar with the way that the kind of Spanish that there is here. I guess it's, we're just kind of getting used to it and acclimatizing. Yeah, I, I think so too. And what we've done so far is we haven't really had deep conversation with the people, right? We're just traveling around and making having some nice conversation, conversation, but we have not really made friends or really got to know someone well. We did. Well, it's because we've, we've been in tourist spots. That's the yeah, problem, exactly. right? That's actually, that's, that's the thing. We're here in Prato do Carmen in the most touristy street of the uh, of the city, I guess, so we really have to get out of here. But yeah, once we get to those places where not so many tourists come, I guess, we opt, I guess we're going to get the opportunity to have more meaningful conversations and actually find out how the Mexicans really speak and maybe get a little bit of better feeling for how the people speak here or maybe we can even start using some of those Mexican words ourselves yeah, a bit more cultural insight I guess yeah well, the plan for us now is we are going to head off to uh, some the, the kind of smallest places we can find really and just try to get a bit more of an authentic uh, Mexican experience which I've been told is out there we just have to uh, have to find it anyway we are recording daily videos of our time here uh, documentary style we're showing you what we're up to um, we went to one of the Seven Wonders of the New World yesterday and we filmed that. So if you'd like to see what we're up to, see our days and see where we go and see us talking Spanish with people and just reflecting on the travel experience, then you can see all of that. It's all available to you. Go over to my YouTube channel um, and you'll find daily videos for the next two weeks whilst we're here. So just head over to YouTube and search for Ollie Richards and um, you might get the guy from One Direction at first, but as long as you... <laughs> Don't click on him, click on me instead, and then you'll see uh, all of the videos that we're uploading here, and hopefully that will be uh, useful for you guys. What we're doing is we're, we're really focusing on Spanish immersion and how to actually get uh, really useful speaking practice when you go away. The irony is, for the first few days, we haven't done a very good job because we've been so in such tourist places, but from now on, I think we're heading more off the beaten track, and we'll, um, we'll have some more interesting examples for you. So again, that's... Um, that's youtube.com forward slash I-W-T-Y-A-L. That's the direct link, but you can just go there and search for Ollie Richards. You can also, uh, we're posting lots of Instagram pictures as well. So if you uh, like Instagram, then you can find me at I Will Teach You a Language. And you can see lots of uh, behind the scenes pictures there. So yeah, a little bit of fun. Hopefully uh, inspiring as well. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back in the next episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. You know, one of the questions I get asked most often about language learning is how to improve your memory. Because things get so much easier when you learn new words and you don't forget them later in conversation when you really need them. So what I decided to do was to put together a, a, a short email course. It's a three-part email course over three days that teaches you my favorite techniques for memorizing vocabulary and actually putting that vocabulary into your long-term memory. It's a short course, three days, it's completely free, and if you'd like to sign up for it, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free memory course.